0: At Miami University, you can earn your bachelor's and master's degrees in five years or less. Choose from 30-plus combined degree programs. Learn more and apply today at miamioh.edu forward slash apply 2021.
2: Lottery Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Hey man, so uh Shaq and, and Dame man. They got this uh this 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 rap beef going on. What do you think about it? It's pretty cool, man. You know, it's always
0: good just to have a little fun, fun banter getting ready for the basketball season. Shaq's the, the old guy, you know, rapping back in the day, but really just a basketball player rapping. But Dame takes a little bit more serious. I, I think I think Dane won round one. They they both released one track. I'm, I'm gonna give it to Dane just for the you know, the the Kobe bar, the especially the penny bar, you know. The way
2: bar the way bar was fire too.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the calves that need Diesel's ass. <laughs> yeah, Dane they did. definitely took round one.
2: Yeah, Dane man, Dane do this, man. Uh, and that's you know, Marvin Bagley try to come ahead in the something. Well, Marvin Bagley won not bad none of these guys were bad. Like Shaq Shaq did pretty good too. I ain't gonna lie to you. Shaq Chad did pretty good, but it is – just—it just it just, just you know—it's kind of like he's not even trying, you know. Um, and he—he he, I think he—he he, he went off the same exact beat, didn't he? The Shaq oh, went off of. Oh no! Some, it, it, was, it was different. It was, some, to me. It was different. Okay, yeah. it, it must be a little. It's sound, it sound similar. Um, but yeah, man, I—you you, know—I know Shaq coming back with something. Shaq, but see, see Shaq got a take by two make sure so he got something to say. Because uh, I mean, once once you talk about the, the how many championships you got in. <laughs> that's, really, that's really all Shaq be talking about.
0: Man, Shaq finna give him a Ghost ride. Y'all better stop playing with Shaq. <laughs> Shaq got the money to go get one. And you're with about
2: that, all the businesses he got. Well, 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 well. Welcome to Preach Camp Preach with Rashad. We're back with another episode, another sermon. Uh, coming at you, man, after this week four, heading into week five, we got NBA season around the corner. We have not forgotten about the NBA. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, what it do, baby. We ain't forgot about it, man.
0: It's a make or miss leap, baby.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I think it was too funny, man. My boy, Kawhi. Um, Kawhi, Kawhi funny, like, without trying. Oh, definitely. Uh, we definitely going to get into the basketball talk. Pretty pretty soon, I think, season season – I mean, maybe about two or three uh, weeks away. So, it's, it's right around the corner. So, we'll, we'll get ready for that. In the meantime, uh, back to the NFL, man. Uh, you know, my surprise team took an L this weekend uh, to the Patriots. Buffalo Bills hang tough. Um, I, I think they lost the turnover battle 4-1. to one. Yet, yet they were still in the game. First and goal from the 8 down 6. And their backup quarterback was in the game because – Josh Allen got knocked out with a concussion. Um, hey, I mean the Bills made Tom Brady look pedestrian, um, and you would think outside. I mean the, the the Patriots got help from the special teams by getting a a, a block punt for a touchdown. Like that defense from the Buffalo Bills, man, that's it's, it's it's the real deal. Oh yeah, Buffalo's
0: defense has been legit for the last few years. It was just a matter of putting some type of offense with it too so uh they'll be fine going forward just when we previewed that schedule we kind of saw this as being their expected first loss which it was on um, it they, they put up a good fight they didn't get blown out the Patriots didn't just walk all over them Tom Brady had honestly a terrible game I mean <laughs> 18 39 150 passing yards you know, that's not really good and uh, Son of Michelle, he he finally turned it around somewhat, you know, 17 carries. I think he had like 64 yards. Um, so he turned it around some, but as a whole, the Patriots offense never really uh, never really got going. And honestly, the Bills didn't either. They both kind of played a sloppy game. It was just a matter of whose who's defense could make the most stops. And the Patriots had had the
2: stops, and they won the game. Yeah, and my, my only thing was, man, while I was watching the game, and Josh Allen – I mean, he was trying to make plays, but you you know I've been preaching this the whole time. I, I always say that really the only playmaker they have is Josh Allen, and when that happens, you can't you can't just attack Gilmore and attack McCourty and think you know your receivers are, are going to come away with the you know with the with the win, especially in double coverage. It's like he he needs a Julio Jones to to help him out. You know what I mean? Because um, he he made some questionable decisions, and um, and that's the thing. Sean McDermott talked to him like you don't have to do that. Like your defense is you're going to throw the ball away. Your defense is going to show up. I mean, the top 10 versus the run, they're number fourth in passing, fifth in scoring defense. So the defense is going to be here. Like, you don't have to do – you don't have to be, do that much. You just have to not kill the team, which, you know, the picks and all that, because if they punted the ball instead – I mean, Patriots, I think had like maybe like five or six three-and-outs, and they had two or three drives that only went for like, you know, less than 20 yards. So it's like it, – it's not, it's not like there was – they you no know, they needed any help but i mean you put the defensive situations, but the defense was able to recover so um i i'm proud of my surprise team man and like you said we got we knew they were going to lose this game but it was a good test um uh, definitely definitely a winnable game they could they they definitely could have won this game yeah my uh, main,
0: my main takeaway from it is Josh Allen doesn't have to force everything down the field yeah sometimes play it safe take the check down and my takeaway from the patriots is uh, we know Bill Belichick's loyalty doesn't go far. Mm-hmm. Stephen Steven Goskowski, you better be on the lookout. Cause you miss the field goal. Bill Belichick looking at you.
2: Oh, he he out he out for the season now. He <laughs> uh on. he got he got a hip injury, uh and he I put on IR earlier earlier earlier. So he's uh he's out for the season. So now Patriots gonna rely on I think they brought they bring in Kyle Forbath, and I can't remember another kicker, but it's it, it's two uh, I think Mike Nugent. So it's it's two veteran kickers. Um uh, so you know, you know how that go. We'll see. We'll see if that hurt him because you know, Patriots been low key been dealing with a lot of injuries. A lot of people ain't really seen it because they're blowing out everybody to play except Buffalo. But their center was been gone. Their tackle has been gone. Foot Devlin out for the season. Like a lot of guys yeah. been dropping for the Patriots.
0: <laughs> yeah, Wynn and Andrews that hurt the old line, and Devlin hurt definitely the, the running the running backs because he know he's a fullback. He's a good blocker, and he even gets some some carries from time to time. And you still have. Nikia Harris on IR. You had to
2: release AB.
0: Edelman's chest is hurt. So
2: yeah, they they drop it like flies on the lo- like like. I mean, of course, you know, Big Belichick is do your job. So the, you know, I don't think it's gonna be too much of a you know downgrade. But if the guy, if the big guys are going down, your Gilmore's uh, Edelman, if he's more, being more serious, uh, uh, Jamie Collins is playing great this season. So you know, if what, what if he have something happened to him or Winovich, all these other guys, man. They they got a bunch of guys, so it's kind of like you don't you don't expect them to drop off, but you know the injury bug <laughs> when, when it hits your team, it can it can demoralize the season. But you know, I'm not saying the pages gonna be demoralized, but I'm just saying like it can't. I mean, it's not it's not like it's far fetched though.
0: Yeah, I don't think they care. I mean, they just they just released Cam Meredith, so they're they're fine. They'll they'll go out and find another receiver or something. They'll be fine.
2: Cam Meredith ain't been playing for like. I feel like he had like one, like six good games, <laughs> and he been like bouncing around everywhere. He's like he been on the Bears, the Saints. And I don't know. He just I don't know what's going on with him. Uh, but the Bills, man, the the uh, next four games they play in Tennessee this weekend. That'd be a good game. Uh, and then Miami, Philadelphia, and Washington. So, we'll we'll definitely keep you all updated on, on the Bills as well as your 49ers coming back off a of bye. So, uh, all, all about surprise teams.
0: Yeah, my 49ers, man, they got the
2: biggest game of the week, in my opinion.
0: They got the Browns coming up, man. So, that's going to be – week five is a big game for a lot of teams, man. So, 49ers looking to stay undefeated. And uh, we'll talk about them more in a second. The Browns, man, they they got a good win. So, they, they could uh, slide down the panic meter a little bit.
2: Okay, so let's talk about the Browns. So we 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 talked about uh Panamita last last week and you know after what we saw through the first four games, I mean obviously the Jets was an easy game. They they were playing a uh a backup well, they played a backup the third string, I believe, and uh Luke Fox. So it's not like it's not like they they were gonna lose that game, but you know, the offensive line was struggling, the defense was struggling, uh Baker was struggling, everything. Um and this week, man. As I was watching the game, it, it kind of, it, it kind of took a turn. Um, you know, Lamar Jackson did not play well. Uh, he missed a, he missed a lot of good throws early in the game that kept the Ravens in it. And then Mark Ingram fumbled, and then that turned into a uh, instead of being down seven, now down fourteen. Um, so it's kind of, it's kind of like I, I'm not saying I'm not saying that the, the Browns didn't deserve to win because they definitely did, but the Ra- the Ravens did they did not show up at all as far as both sides of the ball because the Browns all of a sudden like you would think the Ravens pass rush would get to him after the, what well, we saw the office line. And, and that was my thinking, like the Rams, the rounds got back there every time Baker had no time. So what was the Browns going to do? Uh, how, how, how are they going to move the ball? How are they going to run the ball? Have a ready the ball all all season? Well, and the Ravens who were the number one team against the run, you're thinking, well, there's no way Chubb go off. You know what I mean? Like, and all of a sudden, man, 88 yard touchdown running and uh Landry, he, he, he went to work. Uh, what's the name? And, um, OBJ had his hands full of Marlon Humphreys, but Ricky Seal Jones out here making plays, and, and Freddie Kitchens did a great job. And and, and he, he, you know me, my my biggest concern was for the kitchens this season. So, but he you know he went to work this week, so I you know I, I got nothing bad to say about him.
0: Yeah, I picked the Browns to win. I knew they would beat the Ravens. Um, uh, like I said before, I'm not a believer in the Ravens. Uh, Lamar Jackson, he's a great guy and all that kind of stuff. I don't believe in him throwing the ball. So, whenever he has to throw the ball 30, 40 times, I'm going <laughs> to pick him to lose the game. And, I mean, the Browns just did everything right somewhat. Uh, everything I thought they should be doing, they did. I said I want him to run the ball. They ran the ball. Chubb had a field day. I said I wanted Baker to get the ball out fast. And the play calls allowed him to get the ball out fast. And if you go back and watch the game, whenever he held the ball more than like a three-step drop, anything, anytime he did it more than that, or he kind of held the ball, tried to move around, it was either picked off or nearly a pick. So, he has to get rid of the ball fast. When he got rid of the ball fast, Regan Sears-Jones touchdown. Landry, open field, making plays. I mean, that's all you got to do is help. Baker's not going to be a game manager, but he's not going to be Peyton Manning where he can go out there and win the game for you like crazy. Like He can win it for you in situations, but not week to week all the time. So, Browns did everything right. Olivier Vernon finally got him a sack. Uh, He even sackless all season. Uh, Then you had Odell looking like Pat Mahomes on that triple reverse out there.
2: (laughs) Hey, that was a wild play. First of all, that man has a crazy arm. That's ridiculous. Man, Odell
0: looked like he was Patrick Mahomes out there. They (laughs) didn't didn't go in and convert Odell to the QB. I remember last year, he made a crazy throw to save man. So Uh Odell has an arm, and, like, does the score – the the game was close all the way through. I think the play that turned the game was Ravens for driving and then Mark Ingram uh, fumbling the ball. To me, yep. that, turned, that, that turned the game because you were in position to go tied up, but then after that, you were constantly playing from behind because now instead of tied up, you know, now you're down 14. So, to me, that turned the game. Um, and that stuff – like, the, the game to me should have been 40 to 18 – Browns uh, gave up some, you know, some big plays at the end. The Ravens went the score off foot. but they were the game was over. They were just chilling on defense. I mean, so the touchdown really didn't matter. It matter for the stat sheet, but it really didn't matter overall on the impact of the game. But uh, Browns, I wasn't panicking because I knew they could beat the Ravens, and I think they're gonna win one of their next two with uh, four nines coming up. They, they could that game they win, but um, I had to research. A little, yeah, I got to research a little bit more and see if I want to pick them or not i to say that that cross country trip
2: could be could could be demoralizing. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, cross country and Fortnite's off of a bye. All right, let's let, let's stay in the same division. The Pittsburgh Steelers, they finally get their first win of the season. Um, you know, I, you know, we wasn't as panicked as we was on the Browns, but because we, you you are you said that uh, you thought it was going over three um I thought it would i thought it would could be one and two two and one you no know, just losing to the Patriots at, at the worst um but you know they beat the Bengals. and is that really saying anything are we you know it's like i i feel like i feel like whatever whatever we were last week on them, we probably should be the same, you know what i mean because like i mean you you should beat the Bengals. you got more talent, you have a better coach, a better organization. Um, I mean Mason Rudolph. I mean now, granted, granted the, the Bengals defense not as good as the Pittsburgh Steelers defense, but Mason Rudolph outplayed Andy Dalton. Uh, you finally got to see the running game. go Uh, was was better. Uh, the old line still doesn't look that great to me. Uh, for Pittsburgh, and that was the calling card for Pittsburgh throughout the Le'Veon Bell stage, and um, you know even even just the franchise history, like Jerome Bettis and all them guys, they always had an elite line. And there's like the the line is not the same, and when and now you can kind of see, maybe that maybe the offense really wasn't that special. It just had special players, and now the offensive line offensive line taking a downgrade. You know, it's kind of you you going to see all the holes in it or, or whatever. But uh, I'm not I'm 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 still going to be the same on Pittsburgh right now. I, I believe in Mike Tomlin. I think he's one of the best coaches in the league. Uh, I know a lot of people want want him to get fired and go, but that's kind of crazy talking to me. But um. You know they got Baltimore coming up. Uh, take a trip to uh, LA to play the Chargers, uh, Miami, and then the Colts. So let's see if they can go four and four. Um, and and, and they, they they can do that, then I'm definitely I'm definitely uh, I'm definitely not panicked at all, and Pittsburgh will not be on our panic list anymore.
0: Yeah, I wasn't panicked from the beginning just because I I'd already thought they would go zero and three, and I said they would beat the Bengals. Um, and they're going to beat the Ravens this coming of the week. So I told, I tried to tell them James Conner coming. Even though it is just the Bengals, Conner is on his way. I mean, I know what you're saying about the old line, but I think the old line is still good. It's just, it's different. Like the whole team is different now. When in the last year and a half, pretty much, you've lost. You didn't have Bell for a whole season. Ben is out. AB is gone. So you've lost three. The, the the big bees the 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 killer bees you want to call them. like you've lost all those guys in basically one season so you're going through an adjustment period you're trying to get Rudolph acclimated I mean yeah yeah Connor's back and but Juju has not moved to the one spot versus being the second guy on the receiver totem pole so you're going through a lot of different changes but everything else I see that offense is gonna get together like Connor's gonna keep being a beast Juju's—he's due for a big game, and and Rudolph is going to get more comfortable as time goes on. So, offensively, they'll be fine. The defense is going to be their calling card because the defense hasn't making plays outside of the New England game. The defense hasn't making plays all season, and that'll continue to happen. So,
2: I'm yeah, not... it's, it's it's the Mike Thomas. That's why I was like, he's he defensive minded. He needs to, that defense going to have to be the calling card.
0: Call. Yeah, they have playmakers at every level, so. I mean, even when they don't get sacks, they're getting pressure. As long as you don't get rough in the passer calls or passing the calls, you don't help the offense out, you're going to win plenty of games because you have playmakers at every level. So the Steelers will be fine. They'll beat the Ravens. They'll get the two and three. And then, like you said, they'll probably wind up being four and four, maybe even five and three, and they'll they'll be fine. I still have them at ten wins.
2: I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a, a – uh, a learning curve for a lot of guys on the fly. They have to get they have to get right now because now James Conner got banged up. He didn't practice. Vance McDonald still um, banged up. And you know, I know a lot of people want to you know take a shot at Juju. I, I, you know, say I told y'all he wouldn't be the same without Tony Brown. I told y'all blah blah. Okay, well he's first of all Juju had an amazing target like target last year, like over 150. Like I don't even think he's like the highest on his team right now. And you know that's crazy when you got the you know that's your best receiver, and you feel like that's your best player. But now you got Deontay Johnson emerging, um, Jalen Washington still trying to put out, uh, you know, show show why he why he was drafted. And you know Mason Rudolph, the all the the running backs and tight ends are always going to be your friend. Um, and that's why I even thought that Steelers would be okay when Antonio Brown left was because you know if you if you have an offensive line you know you know and, and, and we we both be on, on the same agreement as this like we wouldn't pay running backs because we know that running backs can can get it done as you saw last year without on i mean now granted pittsburgh steelers wasn't a run first team anymore you know they wasn't trying to run the ball like that but connor didn't connor didn't have a bad a bad year as a running back so it's like um with, with all that being said i'm not really pending up pittsburgh i'm just i'm just want to i want to see them get better and better every every week and like you said the defense but after the Patriots game, they have gotten better and better and better every week. Um, and then now they get the test of of, of Lamar Jackson this week and then of kind of a 180 with Philadelphia Rivers are following week. So let's see how how they can balance those two teams. Uh, that's going to be fun to watch. And um, as long as Mason Rudolph doesn't um, put them in bad spots, you know, picks or fumbles, kind of like what Kyle Allen did against the Texans last week with the with the Panthers. As long as they do stuff like that, Pittsburgh, like you said, the defense is gonna is gonna keep them in the games. Kind of similar to the Buffalo Bills. Like you just gotta rely on your defense and the offense to do just enough to get you the wins.
0: Defense, James Conner, Jaden Samuels, that's gonna be the Pittsburgh Keys. They're, they're gonna be fine this season long.
2: All right. And then the last one that, that was that was on our list from last week, the Eagles. Um, I'm actually still panicked on them, and that's because of the stretch coming up. I still thought Green Bay was the better team on the field. Um Wentz played great uh when he got outshot Jeffrey Back you would see the offense was better. The offensive line played really good. They had struggled the first, you know, first few weeks of the season. And after being one of the best offensive lines in the, you know, in the league for the past couple of years, they – I don't know where they was at the uh, first few games. Um, but Carter Wentz didn't look like he was about to die or run for his life uh, against the Packers. But um, Green Bay had a lot of stops, on, you know, in the five-yard line. Where without Devontae Adams, they they for whatever reason the floor just decided let's not run the ball uh, in the five yard under the, you know in the red zone. But uh Packers still, Packers probably still should have won that game. Uh and they had all they had two opportunities to win the game. So I'm not, you know, even though Eagle Eagle Eagles got the win that they desperately needed uh to go two and two, uh I think they and they, they will they will be three and two this week when they play the Jets. Uh, but this stretch coming up after that. That's that's where that's where my pen and meter can come down, uh, once they, you know, if they can get the wins out of that. But um I, I'm still I'm still keep where he's at because like I say, I thought Packers was the better team. But um, like I said, better signs with O line and of course Jordan Howard who broke all my all the game slates for Drag Kings and betting. Like you if you had him, he you he won you all the money. So he kinda pissed me off anyway. So uh but good signs on the running game, good signs of Carson Wentz and all that.
0: Yeah, I thought Green Bay would win the game. And they settled for field goals instead of getting touchdowns. And, of course, at the end, uh, I think Rodgers maybe just already had his mind made up to throw the ball, kind of how, like, Russ was in the Super Bowl. Right. And Malcolm Butler kind of became this folk hero. and Now he's in Tennessee not doing anything. So, <laughs> so, I think he already had his mind made up on throwing to this guy, and he forced it, and it didn't anything happen. But I still think Green Bay is, if not – Number one, they're number two at the top team in the NFC, and I wasn't panicked on the Eagles. I thought they would lose to Green Bay and then start to hit their stride afterwards, but they got a win. I didn't predict for them, so and then now they're gonna get the Jets and their games coming up. They seem like tough games, but they're gonna win some of them. So I wasn't panicked on the Eagles before, and I definitely feel better about them now. Um, they got a, a win I didn't think they would they would get. So, uh, Jordan Howard played like you said, out of his mind. and um, that's that's gonna probably be a better formula for the Eagles, man. Just run the ball with Howard and Sanders and don't let Wentz get beat up.
2: Oh, yeah. If you be if you be predictable, that's you know where you have to pass the ball the whole time because you can't run. Because against you know against the Falcons, after they had got gassed up by Dalvin Cook, you thought you you know, you thought well, he was got a better offensive line. That you know, that same you know, same outcome what we saw against the Packers. Jordan Howard should do the same thing so um but as we as we've seen right now the Packers doesn't have a good run defense so throughout these four first um we'll see we'll see the, the Jets is going to be a win they better win that game because like you, you can't because because what's the mindset if you if you lose to the Packers and beat the Jets versus beat the Packers and lose to the Jets it's the same outcome but you know you you your view it different oh
0: yeah man like like I thought, the Eagles should be three and one, or possibly even four. I know at this point, or at least finna go to four and one because they're gonna be the Jets. But you know, if you if you were to lose to the Jets, I mean, that just looked terrible losing to Luke, <laughs> to Luke Falk and stuff like that. Because McDonald's not gonna play. I mean, he's just not coming back from all this stuff, so he's not gonna play. So there's no reason well, he to hasn't, lose he to hasn't a been third stringer. Yeah. No, he's not gonna play.
2: He he ain't been ruled out. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, they'll ruled out. They'll, they'll probably wait till like. Saturday or Sunday didn't rule him out, but he he's not going to play. We'll see.
2: Um, so we got a new team on the on, on in the list, and that's the Atlanta Falcons. Um, I knew they were losing this. I knew they was losing this week to the Titans. Uh, you know, I I, I, I said this on Hunt for the Prize. Me and Austin uh, talking about the DraftKings, and we were talking about the game flow and talking about how things were going to pan out. And I was I was like, well, you're not know, going to score a lot of points on on Tennessee, and you know they only got fourteen points. And I was like, now I also said I was like, well, the defense of Atlanta is not good. So, so you're gonna you're gonna see Mark. I said you're gonna see Marcus Mario do his thing, and people are gonna say, Oh, I told you Marcus Mario not sorry. I told you he's not, you know, he's not a, good, a bad quarterback, blah blah. And I was like, Man, okay, he should be able to do that with all these weapons he got. Corey Day, Davis and AJ Brown with his receiving core, Delaney and there, you know, all them guys. You take he took all the skill position guys you put them with another quarterback. Let's say, let's say talk about Carson Wentz. You put on Carson Wentz. You go, you will say Corey Davis is one of the best receivers in the game. AJ Brown, AJ Brown is one, you know, he, he's a rookie. He, he can be on pace like Calvin Ridley last year. You know, all them touchdowns he got. we will, we will say Ertz and Kelsey Delaney Walker. Like we'll be saying that together. And then they're hearing that hearing. He, he, he's always been solid everywhere he has been. So, um, but it's like it's like I knew Atlanta wasn't going to going to do anything because the defense is so bad and and when you and Dan Quinn man that uh, the hot seat getting a little hotter every 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 weekend now they going they they got to play at Houston this week like I'm very panicked on Atlanta Falcons right now because you definitely you definitely lose this game right here which you definitely can I mean because Houston Houston has to win this game too so if you go one and four you go one and four man it's it's not getting pretty. Yeah, this game was tailor-made
0: for the Titans. Falcons can't stop the run. You have Derrick Henry. Falcons can't stop the pass. (laughs) You have Corey Davis, A.J. Brown, Delaney Walker. Uh, It was tailor-made for them to win. Uh, I still think Marcus Mariota sucks. (laughs) Um, I still – I agree. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I I still believe Ryan Tannehill or another QB would – make the Titans be a legit 10, 11-win team perennially and a legit Super Bowl contender. But that's neither here nor there. We're talking about the Falcons as a panic team (laughs) because Matt Ryan, who was the MVP a few seasons ago, and then just last year put up MVP-like numbers, he just didn't have the winning record to support his numbers. So – I don't know what the hell going on with with, with Maddie. He he, ain't Maddie Ice. now. his his
2: seat pretty hot too. <laughs> that ice is melted. Him and him and Dan Quinn seat both hot. All right, so let's talk about this. So, who if we had a rank, if we had, like, if we if you made a list of uh, the problems in, in in Atlanta, like what would your top three be? Like in, in order from like this person's problem. Number second, one problem defense, third. defense for okay. sure. Exactly,
0: Dan, Dan Quinn. You can't be a defensive guy and have this terrible defense. So, like, no, this, exactly. The defense is definitely number one. Uh, the second thing, I'm not sure if it's Matt Ryan. I'm gonna, I'm gonna link it to both of them. I won't even separate it. It's Matt Ryan in, in conjunction, cutter, right? in conjunction with the offensive coordinator, Dirt Cutter, mm-hmm. because the the play calling is it's not great. And then I'm gonna put on Matt Ryan because. You can't be forcing the ball to two and you no know, when you see two and three defenders down there. That's why you have so many interceptions. And
2: mm-hmm. I mean, you really had some passes that could have been the guys just dropped them, right? And, and my thing about see, uh, I, w- I would, if now if I did separate them, I would definitely put Cutter first because on top of that, I mean, I'm not, I, I'm not one to blame Thomas Dimitriouf, who's the Falcon General Manager. I, he'd been the, with the Patriots when they won two bowls in the, in the 2000s, and, you know, he know what he's doing, right? Um, it's just the fact that he tried. As a GM, All you know, as a, fa- as a fan of teams, and, uh, you know, you listen to your, your 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 team reporters and all this other stuff like this, if you know what your weakness is, which is the offensive line. and Now, granted, the defense, they they, they try to get Kenan Neal, Jones, uh, Trufant, all the other guys, and it's just not working right now. Uh, so whatever they got to do to fix that, Dan Quinn, that that's your job because now he called and played, so he got no excuse. Uh, secondly, but but back to back to the GM, he tried. He drafted two first round offensive linemen. Two. Now one got hurt in the uh, season opener, and the second one got hurt against the Eagles. So I mean, i understand it's kind of you know it's kind of like not his fault that people get hurt, but it's like that that was the biggest issue. They brought in Alex Mack for that reason. They. They drafted Jack, Jake Matthews for that reason. And both of them are taking a step back. And my thing is, man, everybody can't beat Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, uh, Drew Brees, Pat Mahomes. Y'all, you can, You cannot just throw your guy out there and say, good luck. Like, you can't do that. There's, I mean, you only can name maybe 10 quarterbacks in the NFL history who you can just say, good luck, and go out there and go. And just. I don't, I don't care how good the team is, you need to win the game. There's not a lot of people who can do that. And Matt Ryan's not one of the quarterbacks. So you can't you can't just think he's gonna go out here and, and go crazy and and go be a Tennessee team that you know is defense is good. Uh, that everybody know that they don't give up points and you you can't go out here and just pass happy all the time and think that's what happened against Tennessee, then you go do that against Minnesota, then you're gonna do that against um who who's the other team they played? Uh, not 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 the Eagles, but um uh who else did they play? I think
0: you're, I think you named everybody. Yeah, they play Eagles. They play Eagles, Titans,
2: team. Vikings.
0: Who they beat? Was it the Panthers?
2: Oh, now I got, now to look down, sketch a little. But 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 the, the, but the point I'm saying is like you can't have all these other other like downfalls and and let's you no know, let's put the ball blame on the quarterback. I mean, a, a lot of people right, every, every time he has a every time that Ryan does anything, I get hit up hit up with so many people about. I told y'all, I told you, Matt Ryan, a, a Pat Statter, blah, 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 blah. blah. I was like, man, I was like, relax. Like, you don't have the offensive line. You don't have no running game. Let's talk about Devontae Freeman. Oh, my God. He got paid. Yeah, he was so third much. on my list. He was third. <laughs> he, he got so he got paid so much money, they even let Tevin Coleman go to, because they had Freeman. And Okay, it, it was the, the Colts that they lost to. They beat the Eagles, uh, lost to the Colts. Um, but Devontae Freeman, you can't – quarterbacks need a running game. You gotta have a running game. You need an offensive line. You got you, and some quarterbacks they need good defenses. Like Mr. Trubisky, he need defense. Mayor need defense, and a running game. Like it, it's it's so many quarterbacks that need everything to to, to go hand in hand. We all can't be, we all can't have Pat Mahomes, Tom Brady for a whole you know whatever. So Atlanta Atlanta got a lot of problems, and Matt Ryan in is, is included. I'm not I'm not I'm not saying he's not a problem, but I'm saying like it's more than just that. It's, it's the defense, the offensive line, uh, the head coach. The running game, DeFontay Freeman, who you, you're getting paid, the top five back. Okay, prove it. And it, it's a lot of problems. The only the only problem they probably don't have is Julio Jones. I mean, that's <laughs> that's probably the only the only thing they got going for them. So let's. Uh, I, mean, I don't mean. I it is Atlanta definitely on this list, and they play Houston. That's probably a loss to be honest. Uh, then they play at Arizona. They should win that game. And then they got Rams, Seahawks, Saints. Like this team can really get can get bad really fast. And it it like you, you talk about the Eagles, how pending on them. This this Atlanta, I'm I'm about to be off the meter with this one, like because uh I'm I'm really nervous about this and it can go down south very fast. Uh, if I
0: rate it on the scale, I'm just gonna say a six right now. That was kind of about sure. why I had the Browns. Shit, I'm like a damn thirteen. <laughs> no, only only reason I'm a six is because it's we're only on the four week sample size and uh, they're they're biased week nine. So uh, the reason why I'm I'm saying it is because from week ten to the end of the season, that's all their division games. I was thinking they played the Panthers because it's a, I knew it was a blue team, but it was actually the Colts. Um, <laughs> 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 but uh, close the, enough. Yeah, like the rest of their. Uh, well, their entire division schedule is from week 10 on. So, mm-hmm. as long as they can just be okay through the first eight weeks, you can still win your division and get everything together on the back end. So, uh, that's why so I'm, I'm at a six. Uh, Matt Ryan, like, he'll get it together. He's still one of the, you know, best eight or ten quarterbacks in the league. So, I mean, I believe in that. Julio's still one of the top three to five receivers in the game. Plus, they have Sanu, who's Mr. Consistent. You have Ridley, who can be boom or bust, depending upon the matchup. And underrated offensive star is Austin Hooper. Oh, he's he balling. Oh, he, he's balling this He's year. balling. He is balling. And uh, I know Freeman hasn't gotten it together quite yet, but as long as he's on the field, he's not, you know, he's not out yeah. on the sideline or out six, six games. As so long as he's active – uh, Ito Smith. I, I he, think, I'm about to say he be- might
2: not be the best running back on the team. Yeah, they're
0: they're gonna start using, <laughs> they're gonna start featuring Smith more because at one point their carries was about pretty similar, like their their snaps and stuff was pretty similar. So I can see Ito Smith starting to get some more volume on that Falcons offense, and they'll turn it around. Um, I'm not ready to bail on them as my division winner just because, like I said, their their schedule from week ten to offensive the season is all division opponents.
2: Yeah, I mean that, that that is the only plus side you got because you can kind of right your wrongs from earlier in the season. And I'm looking at the schedule, man. That's that's actually a pretty. You no, know, I mean it's a it's a hard schedule because yeah, every every team in the AFC South is 500. Um, everybody in their division is a is 500 or better. Um, they play Minnesota they're two and two. O- outside of outside of Arizona, because they play four niners, they they undefeated. So they're all they're all above five hundred. So it's kind of like, it's like man, you have no breaks. You you have nobody to get. Cardinals is the only get right game. You know what I mean? Like to to finally get what you're what you're lacking. Um, what's the what's the problems to to write the ship? That's that's like that's the only game to let's get it right. I mean, I'm not saying that they can't be done the teams because they're all winnable games. Uh, Rams, Seattle, Saints, Panthers, and Buccaneers in a row. Um, you know, it it, it just it is from what we see for right now. Uh, what has happened? What has transpired? It's kind of it's kind it's kind of hard to hang your hat on, especially when we both picked Atlanta to win the division, and we I'm, and I'm thinking the defense is going to be fine because last year we can we could point to not them not being healthy. You know what I mean? Like because the year before that they was taking strides to be better, uh, and now since then, man, I mean Vic Beasley, not the guy who he was, is like Ricky one or two seasons. True front was a you know at one point a top five corner in the game, and now he might be might be top twenty if that. Um, it, it's like a lot of guys like take take step backs, and you would think when you're young you're on the rise, and uh, their their little slogan "Rise Up" is the opposite way because that's not what they're doing.
0: Yeah, expect the Falcons to be in shootouts the next two weeks with Houston. Um, no one on our team can cover D Hop, and they can't stop the run. So how should get anywhere <laughs> from eighty to a hundred yards. Um, and then and the rest- this, this might be the game you see Will if you if you play like DraftKings like, this might be the game you see Will Fuller take off. And then, <laughs> like, the Arizona game, that's going to be the game, like, everybody really sees how good Kyler Murray is. Like, I think Kyler Murray's next two games, he's going to go crazy. So,
2: man, if Kyler Murray, like, oh, he should, sure like, light, light Atlanta up. But if, if, if Atlanta can't beat Arizona, I just, <laughs> like, I'm, I just I can't get with it. Like, I'm saying right now, I already have
0: Falcons losing to Arizona. Like, ooh, like Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray. Ooh, Kyler ooh. Murray He's he's seeing everything so much faster. Like if you look at the games, like he's there are some plays where he still holds the ball too long and like takes unnecessary sacks, but he's he's starting to process everything a little bit faster. So I mean I might change the pick if Christian Kirk is out for a long extended period of time. But I think Arizona's gonna beat the Falcons. Like Kyler Murray, he's been he's been looking pretty good. And uh we we went to the game last year when the Falcons beat the Cardinals. I think this year the Cardinals will beat the Falcons.
2: Mm. Okay. My, my boy with the with with the tape, Arizona. Man. Come on, how how how, how 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 you gonna have this tape when I got my tape? Or Arizona Cardinals not winning the game anyway. Um, <laughs> um, uh, quick quick side note: we got one team that's on the bubble of the pan meter, and that's uh the Minnesota Vikings. My Minnesota Vikings, if they go to New York this weekend and lose to to rookie Dan Jones, and he I'll play Kirk Cousins, they definitely will be on this list. Um next week. So, um, we can, we can move right along with that one. Uh, MVP rankings, man. Uh, you know, it's only four games. And honestly, it's kind of like a lot of people are jumbled up. Um, because you know, MVP is mostly, I mean, it's, it's crazy to say this. It's mostly a quarterback award, uh, an offensive award. If that, if, if not a quarterback. So, um, if we can reveal our top five, you want to, you got, you got a top five or you got a top three, what you got?
0: Uh, I'll, I'll say if I did a top five, uh Patrick Mahomes number one just because he's right. the the stats off the charts and then he's still missing two guys he had from last year. He had Kareem Hunt last year and Tyree Hill. He only had Hill for like a quarter and a half and he doesn't he has had Kareem Hunt since last year and he's still putting up outrageous numbers and stuff like that. Kind of rough game against the Lions, but he's still number one. Uh slight drop off, Russ number two for me. He's looked pretty amazing. Then I would have uh Dak Prescott number three, and my sleeper nobody's probably thinking about at number four is Dalvin Cook.
2: Yeah, uh, so yeah, we got the same four. I also have McCaffrey as as in my top five as well. Um, Mahomes, Russ, and Dak has been the, probably the the top four most consistent quarterbacks. Um, you got you got to think as I mean, yes, Dak had a bad game against the Saints, but um, I mean he he looked good. Nine touchdowns this season. Over 1100 yards throughout four games, and, and like I said, they they did he didn't score anything, um in in week four against the Saints, and it was it was a bad game overall. But Russ Russ still balling Mahomes, man. He he didn't have a touchdown pass <laughs> last game, and he still uh, <laughs> uh lead the league in touchdowns. Uh, I think he tied with Jacoby Brissett right now for number one. Um, and but 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 see McCaffrey and Cook, man. We we talk about a true MVP like without them. They had it's like they had like nothing. I mean, kind of like Cook Cook and McCaffrey really neck and neck. Um, Cook averaged more yards per attempt, but um, both both great in the passing game, both great in the run game. And all four games they have been pressed. Uh, yes, Cook struggled against Chicago Bears, but you know Garbage Buggers got him right. Um, McCaffrey McCaffrey being a catalyst for that team, with or with or without Cam, it doesn't matter. Um, McCaffrey is the guy. So those two. Uh, in my rings, I actually put Cook and Cook and McCaffrey two and three, just because um like like Russ has relied on some defense performances and also some Carson and uh, Dak has same same thing and uh but I, I feel like I feel like McCaffrey and Cook they won't they won't never win it just because they would have to have a you know superb running back season you got to think Adrian Peterson when he wanted over two thousand yards you know put the team on his back type stuff. That's the only way McCaffrey and Cook can win it, which I mean they will and they will uh, way right now. But um we both have we have we have the same exact MVP rankings and um Mahomes probably gonna win it. It's probably gonna be no contest, honestly. Oh yeah, I mean
0: he he's the he's the NFL golden boy. I mean, I I would say I prefer Russ just because I mean, he's in Seattle, nobody really paid attention to Seattle like that. And he been balling though. Yeah, he's been balling. But the argument I would have for Russ is he doesn't really have the the weapons that Mahomes has, but at the same time, you really can't say Mahomes has them because Hill is out, and Sammy hasn't had anything since week one, and Mahomes has Miko Hartman and <laughs> Denard Robinson <laughs> and, and Daryl Williams looking crazy. Darryl, Damian. Damian's yeah. Damian been out the hey, whole time. Man, yeah, yeah, Shady McCoy, they, they had a resurgence out there, I mean – Russ is turned Will Disley into a, a top three tight
2: end, I <laughs> well, well, this is a problem man. <laughs> that boy definitely got us a fantasy win this week. Um hey, I mean it's it's I mean you can you can pinpoint I mean I can understand I can understand you taking Russ. Um it's 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 kinda of, it's probably gonna be if Mahomes win let's say Mahomes win this year. So that that would be two years in a row. He might be on that level of like based on how you know how Bill be- Belichick he is and LeBron James is where they're probably the they're literally the, the most you know coach of the year every should win every single year, yeah. and LeBron should be MP every single year. But they, but they won't give it to him anymore. I think, I think, I think they might be the last year. And then after that, if you have anybody who come out of nowhere and just be close to him, they're gonna give it to him, you know, like, like you know, uh, let's say if if the Seattle Seahawks go 12 or four, they definitely gonna give it to Russ over my you know what I'm saying? Like, it, oh, he, yeah. he, gonna, he gonna get he's gonna get to that category very soon. See, um, hey, I got something. I got something for you. So uh these uh these rookie head coaches, right? So uh I think I okay, let's I'm, let's eliminate that before because he got Aaron Rodgers. So he three and one. Packers look good so far. Um the offense is is still still struggle a little bit, but the defense is is picked it up. So it, it's like it, it don't really matter right now. But anyway, the other four guys um are all defeated. Nobody has a win. Cardinals um 0-3 and one should be 0-4. Dolphins 0-4. Bengals 0-4 and and the Broncos 0-4 with Vic Fangio over there. Um, uh, so the first three guys, Cardinals, Dol- the Card- well, Cardinals, and Bengals, so they got two offensive coaches, and you know that's the that's the thing now. You know, go get the young guy, Cliff Kingsbury and Zach Taylor, um, and Chris Littling, They play this weekend, so. Uh, Cincinnati travel to Arizona. I think Arizona three point favorite, which means they get through automatically for being home. So it's basically a, a push game. Um, so who who are you going with uh, in this game, uh, and uh, and why?
0: Oh, Arizona's gonna beat Cincinnati, and they're gonna beat the Falcons. They going back to bet like they cover a lethal weapon. <laughs> better to bet like Jordan ninety six ninety seven. Whoa. <laughs> Shout out Drizzy, okay. man. But, hey, that's uh, funny. But uh, Arizona's going to beat Cincinnati, man. Uh, Bengals just lost John Ross for a few weeks. Uh, Joe Mixon hasn't gotten going yet. I, I still believe in Zach Taylor, like, going forward. Um, but I think Arizona's going to get the win. Kyler Murray should have a three-touchdown type of day. Um, Vic Fanjo, man, like, even though he hasn't won a game yet, Broncos have been competitive every game, and – They've kind of gotten hosed in two games too, low key. Because oh yeah, definitely
2: they, they,
0: they could have beat the Bears, but they got it was a bad call. They
1: should
2: have beat the Bears. Yeah. Like, that's bull crap. <laughs> it, but look, not the same thing happened. Same against the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> but say, but not not even the bad call on the on the Bears. It was after that when they had like eight seconds left and they got caught the ball and they were able to call timeout or something. The guy got tackled with one second left. How you call time out that fast? This is not mad and you, you you can press a button and get and the ref see it. You know, you got to, that, that was all crazy. Yeah. The the Broncos, the Broncos should definitely be two wins, maybe. But I mean, then again, they also was up 24 or somebody like at 21-6 to the Jags at one point. So they kind of blew that one. But uh, you know what? You picking Arizona. I'm t- I'm gonna take the LA Bengals, man. I'm gonna take the LA Bengals. I told y'all for the season start. The Cardinals going over 16. Now they're going over 15 and 1. Uh and the Bengals going 1 and 15. And then who they gonna beat? The Arizona Cardinals. Um, I think, I think, I think Andy Dalton definitely gonna bounce back from uh this past weekend. Your boy, your boy is gonna be the better quarterback in the game. I still I still have problems with the Arizona, Arizona's um red zone offense. Granted, the Bengals are sorry at defense. Um being uh, but but Arizona can't Arizona can they put up enough points? They should with this bad defense, but I'm I'm gonna roll with Andy Dalton, the veteran quarterback. I'm gonna roll with Zach Taylor knowing, I mean, just being in the NFL longer than Cliff Kingsbury. Um yes, Ross is missing. Joe Mixon, though, the Cardinals can't stop the run. Um and both had bad offensive lines. Uh it's really gonna be an ugly game to even watch, but you gotta think there's gonna be a lot of <laughs> fantasy value into these games. Um but I'm I'm gonna roll with the LA Bengals, man, because I said they were gonna beat the Arizona Cardinals. So I got I just gotta stick with my prediction and uh and uh, next week I'm gonna am gonna come glue in your face now when uh when when uh, and don't uh, out, outperform Kyler Murray. Hey
0: everybody know, man. And and it's my guy. Like I'm <laughs> I, I'm an unofficial member of the Bengals fan club. Like I picked John Ross as my breakout player of the year. Every time somebody say Andy Dalton trash or Bengals need to get rid of him, I stick up for my guy on Twitter. Uh, I was a fan of Joe Mixon, like, in college and when he got drafted. And even for fantasy value, I still like him. We both like Tyler Boyd, man. So, I'm a unofficial Bengals fan, man. But uh, I just – just from looking at these last few games, man, like, Kyler Murray, he's saying stuff faster. Him and him and Cliff going to have a field day the next two weeks because they're playing not-so-elite defense's. And like it's gonna all come together for the uh the Cardinals the next two weeks.
2: All right, so if you saying if you saying uh that the Cardinals win this weekend, right? So let's say let's say the Cardinals win this weekend, when do when do the when do the rest of the team like the the Dolphins? The Dolphins played Bengals in week sixteen. That's the only way and they play I think they play the Redskins. Uh uh it's like when are these teams gonna win? Who if you had to pick somebody the last to win? If you saying Carlos wins, so Dolphins, Bengals, and Broncos. Who do you got as the last rookie head coach to to finally get a W? Oh, definitely Miami gonna be the last team to get one.
0: <laughs> definitely Miami. <laughs> they might not get one. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, boys trash man. Like Miami. <clears throat> if Miami wins a game, it's gonna be week six. They got Redskins.
2: That's all. Yeah, that's all. That's all. When they can win, and then it's
0: gonna be, <clears throat> then it's gonna be at home Jets? too. It's gonna be it's and gonna maybe, be at home. They, so.
2: They got, they got two shots at the Jets, so that's, that's a plus.
0: Yeah, Bronco, yeah, yeah, Broncos should already have one for sure. They should have gotten one over the Bears. Mm-hmm. And I can't even say they should have gotten one over the Jazz because they, – They was up. They, I,
2: can't, I can't get mad at that.
0: They was already up, and they, they blew the game, man, in my opinion. Broncos played a perfect 29 minutes. <laughs> perfect. Like, first quarter was superb. And the second quarter was nice until they got a turnover, and then the Jazz got the points on the board again. And after that, it was it was all over four net. Looked like LSU four net. Oh my god, boy, that boy's bad now. I mean, Minshew was solid the whole game. My, my boy even was was on No one no touchdowns. He was in the he was in the in the pocket shaking. The bacon started moving around. Then he <laughs> hit a corner touchdown pass. So Minshew looked pretty good. He's solid. He's still very accurate. So. Jags are still my division winner, but uh Broncos, they're gonna go through a tough stretch here. They lost Brett up to the ACL. Hope he gets better uh you know, get well soon on his end. But uh I want to see how this team looks with Drew Locke, man. Because like Flacco, he looked pretty good, but they they're young at all the spots. So let's see how Drew Locke looks with them. And Broncos could be a team to contend with in the future, man, with uh
2: against the Chiefs. Yeah. Um now I, I'll tell you this out of all this, is even including Matt LaFleur um, at all the rookie head coaches. I, I think big Fangio for, for what hit, what his expertise is. He has done the best job because you got to think what's the reason why green Bay beat uh, Chicago and Minnesota defense, right? Yeah. All right. So Matt LaFleur is on the offensive side. So they're offensively. They're, they're, they're in the, they're the back half of the league uh, run, run the ball, passing there in the middle, middle of the pack. But you got to think they played Broncos, Vikings, and Bears, so to kind of a, kind of excuse that a little bit. Um, but the defense has carried that that ship so far, so you got to give Mike Patton more credit than Matt Lafleur as of right now, right? Um, Cardinals offense is in the in, uh, in the back, you know, top, you know, uh, bottom bottom ten easily. But we can give Cliff the uh, the bit the biggest passes because. He got a rookie quarterback. He got no offensive line. He got no defense. He got nothing. Um RIP to the owner. He don't even have that anymore. Um, I think it was Bit was was name? Bidwell. Uh passed away today. Um, so that the GM's not hanging on by a thread. So I'm gonna give Cliff a pass. But the offense has struggled, they can't score in the red zone, whatever it is. Um, Dolphins. Brian Flores is 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 a Patriots guy and they the worst team in defense. So and he allowed 40 points a game, so it ain't, his, it ain't his fault, though. <laughs> it, it's not a fault. It, yeah. He gets a pass, too, because the team, all of a sudden, the GM starts, you know, blowing it up and blah, blah, blah. Because they, they, they won seven games last year. Um, And then and then Zach Taylor, the offense is definitely one of the worst in the league. 27 to 12 yards per game, 32nd. They only average 50 yards <laughs> a game in running run the ball. So that's why Mixon had a bad season, because – they down so much they got to pass. They can't run the ball no more. So that's kind of excuse for that as well. Um, and then Van but on his side, yes, he yes he got Von Miller. He just lost Chubb, but he got he got stars like Chris Harris as well. But top half the league and top half the league in of the league in, uh, in defense scoring defense is, is right there in the middle of the pack as well. And you got to think he doesn't have the Khalil Max, the uh, Akeem Hickses, Rookon Smith, all them guys like he had last year. Kind of a step down. This Broncos team defensively not as what it used to be. Um, but I think Van was making it work because he made the Bears. Well, it's not hard I made the Bears struggle, but um, they should have won that one. The Jaguars didn't look good in the second half, like you mentioned. Um, the Raiders, Derek Carr, Derek Carr has been playing pretty solid as a quarterback, very, very efficient. Um, Gruden got him making no, no mistakes this season. And um, who do the other 10 they played? Uh Packers. They made the pa- they made the Packers work for it. So He's making teams work, like you said. They competed the most, um, so I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the nod to Fangio over the floor, just because I feel like Matt Patton is is, is helping. You know, I'm not saying that's a bad thing to, to not have the help either, but you know, I'm I'm gonna give more credit to Vic Fangio, especially when you have you got you got to rely on Flacco to do stuff. And Drew 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 Locke got hurt. It's kind of it's kind of bad because I I wanted to see Drew Locke um in this office quicker than. We might because even if he come back, I don't think he's gonna play this season at all. I think he's gonna take this red shirt season, in my opinion. He probably should, uh, until until next year. But uh Fan Joe probably has the worst well you say well, I I would not even say the worst uh quarterback quarterback situation with Miami, but um Hey, I like
0: Rosen still. Hey, Rosen
2: hey, hey, Rosen is solid. I ain't gonna say hoopen but he's he's solid.
0: Man, all I know is let let the Dolphins go draft too. I promise y'all, y'all gonna hate the Patriots because they're gonna go get Josh Rosen, mm-hmm. and they and they're gonna continue their reign.
2: <laughs> Patriots, Chargers, um, maybe a couple other teams might make them move to Chicago. I was, you know, I don't see why not. You know, and that, that's what y'all gonna do. I would trade for them, you know, um, as a guy. But nothing <clears throat> uh, here or there. But uh, you said you say Dolphins are gonna be the last team to win. I will definitely agree with that. Um. Well, from a, from a rookie head coach perspective, right, right, Dolphins right.
0: will be. But from an overall perspective, Redskins are just. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, you know, you know, uh, G- G- gaze gaze gets a pass because his quarterback got mono. Um, uh, I don't know what the hell the Redskins are doing. That's that's a conversation we probably just need to have. Just. Jay Jay Bruce set the
0: man's up, man. Like you can't put Dwayne Haskins in that that type of situation. Why would
2: they? Why would they do that? Now (laughs) you can't do that. Hey, true, bro. I don't think it was Jay Bruce. I think that was a Snyder. Yeah, because I feel like I feel I feel like he he was getting embarrassed at against the Giants, who also you know not not a good team either. And he probably was like, man, f all this. I'm a winner, you know. And he you know he went out there and. You know, he he had Kirk Cousins, but he didn't want to pay him. He got Alex Smith, paid him all this money, and now he's gone yeah, you paid Landon Collins all this money. I don't know why they did that. I don't know why Landon Collins even went there He he probably should have went somewhere else. He kinda he kinda slowed down. But Trent Williams ain't played all season yet. It's like, man, the Redskins got so much problems and that's just a conversation that I just don't feel like right now 'cause I would I wanna kill like <laughs> I wanna kill the Redskins so bad, like Dan Snyder. The GM, the GM, like one of the worst GMs. I mean, he best, he been as a man. Why he still got a job? They haven't been good. Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's a red redskin, but what seven, seven, nine, eight, eight at best, and the rest of the time they're at the bottom of the league. Like, yeah, they had the good year with RG3, that was like 2012, and so. that was what nine and seven. Like, that wasn't the only thing that was double digit wins. Like, <laughs> no, I, I think, I think
0: they won 10 games RG3. 10, I think, I think, I think they won 10. And then uh, Jay Rudin got me in the playoffs. Uh, what about had, three years ago?
2: They had Sean McVay. They had they had Kyle Shanahan. They had they had, they had um, Matt metal floor, come on, man! The Redskins had so many people, man. The Redskins sound like my ECU Pirates, man. When they we had Lincoln Riley and we let him go. Man, come on, <laughs> we stop had, it, we, man! We had miss Minshew let him go.
0: <laughs> and everybody looking good
2: now, boy. Oh my God, hey. If you, want, if you want to do something in your life, go to ECU and then leave and go somewhere else or go to Washington and leave and go somewhere else because <laughs> those are places where you, where you, where you learn not, how not to do something and then you sprout up or something. I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> that's just funny to me. But the Redskins, man, they might not – shit. It might be it's – like, it's crazy because they, like, they all play each other this year. But I feel like if the Redskins didn't play Miami and, and like, you know, uh, the Jets and Miami went in the same division – or the Cardinals didn't have to play Cincinnati, like it could be. It would have been like four or five teams, like like one in fifteen this season.
0: Man, bold prediction, and probably not even that bold. Once the <laughs> the Redskins lose to the Dolphins, Jay Gruden get fired that Monday.
2: Oh, definitely. Oh, if he was. With, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gone. He he probably. They they said they came out and said, I think on a Sunday morning that his job was safe, but you know that just smoked. Smoke smoking right now. they just, it, they just it, putting, it, it, putting fog up in front of yeah, y'all.
0: Yeah, it's it's safe until the Dolphins beat them. <laughs> at <laughs> at right. that point, it's like, all right, man,
2: this, this
0: right. ain't it, bro. You it's, can't even beat
2: can't can't be the Dolphins. <laughs> right. it's, it's like that little video, all right, I'm going <laughs> <laughs> like, like, to fuck with you. That little spongebob of me, all right, I'm going to head on now. <laughs> yeah, all right, I'm going to head out. <laughs> hey, <laughs> to tell you two, Jay Gruden might just resign out of that one because he, he got the head on out of that one. Um, it, it, to be, uh, on Jay Gruden's part, I don't think he's that bad of a coach. He's not that bad. He's yeah. not. He's I don't, not, think, he's I don't think
0: he's a head coach. I think he's more of an offensive, co- offensive coordinator bro. I think if you get him a specialty offensive coordinator or QB's, uh, QB's or coach, he, he'll be fine. Then
2: so so basically, when he get fired, if you if you bring him on the staff, you, you, you're gonna be cheating because you know he, he that's another good mind of your thing. He's not he's not running the ship. Kind of like Chip on the Bears. Like he just he just cruising right now. Like instead of you know when he was on the coach, you know they was I didn't say it was bad. They, they, they'll win it. They spite was him right hey, exactly. Love. <laughs> Right. exactly so and then like now he get the bands he got a good defense he can just chill come to come to work and ain't gonna have the best defense in the league so jay gruden hey he be smart man he can go somewhere where you got a good quarterback be the offensive coordinator shit. he might go out there to the green bay next season and be the quarterback qb coach up there behind and with the uh, floor and stuff like that i mean he might do something like that but he definitely won't make it in <laughs> the season with the redskins i don't see it nah he won't he's done He's the and I'm still I'm still gonna be more bold bolder than you. I'm I'm gonna say Jay Gruden gonna be the second gonna be the second head coach. Five. I don't. I think I think Dan Quinn out of there, man. I just don't like we put him on the pant list now, and they if they start on one and five, one and six, and and you saying they lose to the Cardinals, like if you if you say he you to the Cardinals, like you know he got to be out of there. He got to be out of there.
0: No, nah, they, they'll let Dan Quinn finish the season man. just just because of like. Their, their whole division schedule is on the back end. So, man, fuck all know. that, man. He yeah. got to go. <laughs> nah, Dan Quinn will survive the season. Like, Dan Quinn, he won't get fired until, like, the season's over and, like, it's clear. We didn't win the division. We missed the playoffs, something like that. Even if they make the playoffs, they're going to have to just run the table to, for him to keep his job. And even then, it probably won't even be safe.
2: Right. And then, you know, you know, I'm going hear from people. People going to say, I don't know why they fired Dan Quinn. is Matt Ryan's fault. <laughs> that's what
0: man, they're gonna say. <laughs> Falcons fan that's so totally delusional, man.
2: Hey, hey bro, I, I have never seen a fan base. You got so lucky, you got very lucky losing your start, your your franchise guy, Michael Vick, and able to land Matt Ryan. Hey, you lucky because um outside of the Patriots, the the, the, the Chargers, uh um, Lions, like everybody else had the same people for, is for that, a while. Exactly. Everybody else be changing creepies every you know, cause I always i always ask this question right here. Why is it so many quarterbacks drafted every single year? Like in the first round. Like the last year we had five. This year we had what? Um Dan Jones, Haskins, Murray. So three. Like that's eight, that's eight new teams. Like and you and uh, we'll come to this year. The Bengals gonna draft one. The
1: the no, Dolphins made draft
2: gonna, gonna draft one. Um Tennessee probably. Tennessee will. gonna draft one. So that's three more. So it's like that's eleven. And then,
0: and then look, you, possibly, possibly Tampa Bay.
2: Papa ten, bad. And then the next year, Trevor Lawrence is getting drafted no matter what. So whoever there, whoever gonna need one that year gonna get gonna get one. And Charles. you know, you know, <laughs> and and, <laughs> and Utah State quarterback, um, a love, love. Man, they say he in the first round this year. So that's both That's like that's crazy. How many how many years like that, and how many teams changed you know change teams and and yet and yet y'all want to y'all want to get rid of a top ten quarterback. I just you know it it is, it is beyond me. It, it's above me.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> it's it's, ab- it's above me. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Like it's it's crazy cuz like every season there's a always at minimum four to about six to eight jobs that are on the on the bubble pretty
2: much. And it's always and it's always open. It's like for 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 a job like head coaching job and quarterback jobs to only be 32 start you know jobs. It it's a re- re- revolving door. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, because like thinking about it right now well, we don't know what the future of Derek Carr is. So, nope. Raiders, Andy Dalton, Bengals, Bucs, that's Jameis. Mariota with the Titans, that's four jobs. So, we don't Dolphins. know. Dolphins. Yeah, Dolphins could be in flux. They could want to move on from Rosen, which I don't understand why. Uh, then right. you got, like, the whole Cam Newton situation right now. Do they believe in Kyle Allen for sure or not? Kirk so, Cousins.
2: Yeah. Want right, to we'll add that on there? he. Cam, yeah, because next year he's going to see his last year's deal, so Vikings right. will be could be in the market for a QB. You, uh, I mean, who else is there? And then then who, somebody getting Trevor Lawrence. So three, just just add one for him too. <laughs> just because, yeah, like, yeah, look
0: at Philip Rivers getting older. So there's a there's a spot right there. I mean, it's it's just so many so many spots. You know, it's and then you know,
2: um Drew Brees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean. Because what they do, what the Saints doing right now, they can't do for a whole for a whole season, man. Play keep away ball with Teddy Bridgewater. That's not gonna work. Yet. That's not gonna work. Like we tried that in Minnesota. That that ain't work. And look, <laughs> so I, 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 almost
0: the, I almost forgot the coach Cover sit on signed sign a two year deal.
2: That's true. That's, that's, that's true. But like, that's like ten jobs. That's crazy. And they go and like I said, it's gonna be four to five quarterbacks. I mean, two from Herbert and Love. That's four. You got the and Easton. That's five. That's that might be five quarterbacks in the first round. Like that's crazy. That crazy thing right now, but it's possible.
0: <laughs> Very yeah, possible. Yeah. Then plus you'll get some guys who get recycled. Like I'm sure Carl will on the starting job. Carl Winston.
2: Um, that, um, Dal-
0: Dalton. Maybe Dalton. depend upon who yeah. it is, and uh, you never know what James he may I, I don't think he'll end the starting job. I don't think. I, so. I think
2: he gonna, I think he's staying to be. Bay. I don't think Ted Bay gonna get rid. I think he about to, he about to turn right soon, soon. As soon as your boy Rojo take that backfield, and they can be balanced. He, he 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 gonna stay. I don't, know, I don't know what they're waiting on, man. Ronald Jones is
0: that he's the real deal, man. Like, I don't know why they wait what you're waiting on. Like, let's Barber, Barber, Barber line, got
2: Barbara got he got he got, got pictures, man, of the GM cheating on his wife, man. So he he got it, he he, he blackmailing, man. He got to,
0: yeah. Barber, not it, man. Ro, Rojo is, is that real dude. I mean, people forget he was on the same team with Juju and Sam Darnold,
2: man. Yeah, I mean. You know, I you know, I don't I don't like USC like that, but I mean that's all along with drafting in the first two rounds, so it's for a reason. It's for a reason.
0: It's crazy, man. Like so many teams are not making <laughs> I I I can't say the Bucs are making smart decisions because they just beat the Rams.
2: Right. So you know, but
0: they're they're making good decisions, but let's see how they go,
2: you know, how they how they proceed
0: going forward.
2: Yeah. Well uh well one thing I want to ask before we get out of here. Jalen Rams the Jaguars two and since he rec- uh, requested a trade. Uh one, uh do Jags really need him. Yes. And two, <laughs> okay, uh and two, should 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 uh You don't uh, trade t- him. <laughs> okay, right. So ja- if I'm Jaguar, I wouldn't trade him. But two, um should teams give up that 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 that, that price tag for him? Because if I'm Tampa Bay, if you had, if you had traded for him Monday. Two first round picks, Saints locked the fuck you know locked up like they're not doing on Mike Thomas. I'll put Rams again can go out there and just play man all day. Like he don't need to go play, but for that you go play man and go guard Wherever Thomas go where you go. Like you know what I'm saying. Like I see them uh, Dan Quinn want to save his job. He better go. He better go get Jalen Ramsey. Uh, who was San Francisco needs some more playmakers. Go get Jalen. You know what I'm saying. It's all people, man. I would throw the two first round picks away. You see what happened when the Bears got killed at Mac. Now they can't be stopped. So. If Jalen Ramsey as special as we think he is, go get the man so you can't be stopped. I don't know. I think it's pretty easy to me, but you know, I'm not nah. I'm not a GM, so.
0: Nah, I mean, as a GM, how I look at it is Ramsey is gonna be a free agent regardless. And if if he's already asking out on the last year of his deal, Tom Coughlin probably won't franchise tag him, so you can basically get him for nothing. So like don't give yeah. up draft.
2: Don- legit- don't don- give
0: up draft picks for, and for
2: if they let Jalen Ramsey hit the market, man, oh my god! All thirty-one teams, is going for. Is oh, yeah. going like, for that man.
0: I'm telling you, Tom Coughlin is not going to sign him back. Like after this year, Jalen Ramsey is going to be on somebody else's team. He's not going with the Jags.
2: If Jalen Ramsey, if Tom Coughlin let Jalen Ramsey go, Tom Coughlin, you go too. <laughs> as an owner, you go too. Like like he like he's
0: like seventy years old. He's stubborn. Like he's not going to franchise tag. Him.
2: Stupid. As as that's, that's, that's dumb to me. Yeah, Jalen <laughs> he let Jalen Ramsey go, man. I just, I just don't see it, man. I just don't see it. I just, I don't know. It would be crazy, though. I think yeah, that's pretty I'm, much it for the day, ain't it? You got, yeah, you got anything else?
0: Yeah, we got, man. At, at this point in the season, week five, is the biggest, you know, these are the biggest matchups of the year so far because so many, every game has some type of implication on it where, like, this could change a team's outlook on the season or this could put a coach on the hot seat or it has a division or a playoff implication. So, uh, I'm start for week five, man. Because every every game outside of like three, like the Patriots game, something like that, you know, every game outside of a few all has a, a huge meaning to it. So it's gonna be an interesting week.
2: Yeah, and I, you know, I cannot, I cannot wait. I'm going to the Vikings Giants game this weekend, so I, I get, I get to see our boy Danny Downs. Even though he's playing my team, I, I want my team to go ahead and kill him. But um, I do, I do get to see my boy Dan Downs, and uh, I, I wish I got to see Safar Barkley play live, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, Cause he he not come on back from a fantasy team. We need him. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> Speaking
0: of fantasy, man, like it's been a rough season, man. I need fantasy to go ahead and correct itself. So, cause like Devontae Adams is not like the fiftieth receiving.
2: <laughs> hey, come on, I man. Did, I think did D-hop, D-Hop like in the thirties and Juju like forty nine forty five Like <laughs> hey, John Ross like number eleven, like number twelve or something. Like
0: man, my fantasy boy,
2: be going to correct itself. My boy, did they chart number nine, dude?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, a breakout player
2: for the uh, AFC South. Hey, we try we're trying to tell them, man. Try to tell him. Um, but that's it. Pre-scare, preach, care, preach. We're Rashad. We. Hey, who, who, who you think win the Thursday game, man? Uh... Rams and Seahawks.
0: Uh... I got Seahawks at home.
2: Yeah, I'm going. I'm wrong, I'm wrong with Seattle. Um, they 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 have to get a win back that they blew to the Saints. So they're gonna get this one. Um, and then uh, I think I think if that happens. Rams might be on my bubble team. On my bubble team of of the of the panic, just not a real panic, just 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 to watch him just to watch him a little bit. Uh, but it should be a good one. I'm, I'm I'm excited for it. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm I'm excited to see Jared Goff bounce back in that bad performance he yeah. had.
0: Oh yeah, man. It's, it's gonna be an interesting game.
2: Yeah. Same time, same time this week, next week, man. We'll 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 be right here. preach catch we with Rashad, Uh And we'll see it, man. We out. Yeah.